Welcome to another exciting episode of Marcus and Eric Learn Stuff from Smarter People. I am Marcus Monroe. And I'm Eric Newman. And this very energetic intro is all due to because our guest today is Micah Burns. He's back again. We had him for season one. Now he's back in season three. New York City real estate is extraordinaire. Uh, he's going to break down everything real estate that is going on in New York City right now because it's, it's crazy times, Micah. It's the wild, wild west, isn't it? It is crazy. It's not for the weak of heart. No. So <laughs> I just saw that the medium rent in New York City is $4,000. Did That's you see correct. this? That's is that true? That is 100%. How are people true. affording $4,000 rentals in New York? A rental. You don't even own it. I think people are really coming to the realization that maybe they can't live in New York City. Those COVID deals are gone. But isn't that insane though? How like it was like New York is dead and like and like it's not even worth being here and you can get rent for so cheap and now it's like the most expensive place ever. Like, well, first weird? of all, Eric, I never said New York was dead. That That's, was you. No, you. That was you. That no, you did. You, you did. Started you started telling everyone New York's dead. Everyone, Marcus, New York's dead. I saw you out with posters. I had posters covering up dead. I was covering up the word dead. I just said New York is. Dying. You Marcus dying, was there dead. and Eric was filming. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so what is going on, man? What is going on? Is, and and is, are, is it going to go back down again? Are rents ever going to decrease? So, uh, hopefully, yes. Um, but so basically just to give you an overview of what I just saw somebody kind of break it down on Instagram. But uh, in order to rent, you have to have 40 times rent. So let's say you're looking at a one-bedroom for 4000 which is kind of the range. It's it's kind of on the high end of a one-bedroom, but that's uh, you got to make $160,000. So if you have, you know, two kids coming in that are just graduating from college, it uh, makes it pretty tough uh, to live in the city. Yeah. yeah. And that's also, and I mean, 4000 average, I mean, yeah, 4000 I guess, is high for a one-bedroom, but in a doorman building in certain neighborhoods, 6000 5500 oh, yeah. you know, more than that, yeah. right? Um, I mean, that, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, like, walk-ups and some you know, low level elevator building. For people listening, I'll give you some context. So I lived in Harlem in 2013 to 2015 in a doorman building in Harlem though. So it was not like a great, it wasn't like a, there's good parts of Harlem. This was probably like an up and coming part. I was like a block away from the Apollo theater. So close to 125th street. Mm-hmm. Two you bedroom. Were getting booed all the way from the Apollo Theater. <laughs> I, yeah, building. yeah I, could, I could hear the booze. <laughs> He's getting swept off stage from. <laughs> I woke up and went to bed with just hearing the booze. <laughs> they they tamped, tap danced me out of Harlem. <laughs> but then I, uh, it was a two bedroom, two bathroom uh-huh. with outdoor space. I paid 3600 mm-hmm. a month. That's insane. That was insane. You'd never to, find that now. No, but that at the time. That was also insane because that was 2013. That wasn't like, you know, maybe that maybe that was uh, right. competitive. I'm not so sure. I'll, I'll tell you the other thing that's going on is uh, New York City is considering changing their rent-stabilized laws. I have a rent-stabilized apartment. And not anymore, you don't. Well, no, they're actually... Still do. They're, no, I don't, I don't, they're trying to increase the rent stabilization in the city, um, or they're talking about it, and that has caused a lot of landlords to actually hold their properties. So there's actually about 2,000 vacant apartments in the city right now. Dude, my building, okay? I live in a rent-stabilized apartment with my brother, okay? Mm-hmm. We pay $2,300 a month or something, right? Um, and I'm like, 
you know, I'm trying to move out, like get my own place. So I'm like, I, I asked my building. I said, this was last week. I go, hey, can I rent one of the built? They go, we're not renting any apartments until they're changing manage management hands. So they go, we're, I'm like, well, how does that benefit anyone? Like you're keeping like a hundred apartments vacant. Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, we're just not renting anything this year. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. That makes no sense to me. It's, Tell me the benefit it's, of this. It's completely nuts. So, um, you know, what the landlords are worried about is locking in a rate and that rate will be with them for the rest of uh, the time that they own the property. And they think it's better to just forego renting a hundred apartments for six months. Apparently. But can't they just, can't the buildings just raise the rent when the lease is up as much as they want? Or are there limits? There's no limit on a, on a free, uh, free market rent apartment. Um, but if you're rent stabilized, then the city decides how much you can increase the rent every year. Mm. So every year they get together and say, okay, you can increase it by 3% or you can increase it by five, or we're not going to allow any increases at all. Mm. So, What's happening right now is um, the city is voting on that, and apparently they're they're doing like a five percent increase, which all the rent stabilized people are up in arms about. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> considering that's not too bad because you know my my last place increased our rent by over twenty percent. That's so, nuts. That's insane. Yeah. Now, can you explain the difference between rent controlled and rent stabilized? Yes, briefly. Um, so, rent controlled is any any tenant that has been in before nineteen seventy eight. So. Basically, rent-controlled is going away. And I believe rent-controlled stays... I'm not an expert on this, but I believe it stays at the same rate. Or it fluctuates Doesn't move at all. Very little. Dude, DF has an apartment on yeah. the free side. DF is our, our comedy guru. Comedy guru. I think, I, think, uh, I think it's been like $400 the whole time he's lived there for 40 years. Yeah. Well, That's I mean, insane. he probably pays in wads of cash, too, because every time I see DF, he's sorting <laughs> he through giant... So giant so much money wads of cash well there, i mean there's some really interesting stories like union square there was a lady that started off paying i think like 12 bucks and she was living in this i mean it was not a great apartment it was uh yeah i, I didn't have wait a, you're telling me for 12 bucks it, it, it wasn't have, a good it, apartment it, it didn't have a bathroom so like she would actually have to go to the gym to oh, shower and stuff yeah. God. but 12 bucks in Union Square. She, hey, hey. she lived there until she died. And I think when she died, she was paying like 30 bucks because, you know, she was and on She was control. furious. Listen, I will tell you this. <laughs> I will. I'm outraged. I will <laughs> gladly shit and shower at a, and shave at a, at a gym to pay $30 rent. I disagree with you. No. I, no. You can't say no that I disagree with you. You can't disagree that I disagree. I disagree. Yeah, I do. <laughs> How could you disagree that I disagree? I'm telling you I disagree, and you're like, no, you don't. Yeah. Because I'm saying I wouldn't. I know, I know. I know I'm just I'm, I'm just you can't disagree with, with my opinion. <laughs> I mean, you can, but I would. I would. I think it's a good. I, would you do that, Micah? I wouldn't. I Thirty dollars, but it depends what kind of apartment it is. If it's like the apartment I have now, there's just no bathroom. I just have to go across the street to the Equinox to, to shower or something. I would be fine with that. <laughs> that's, you have to pay the Equinox membership. Oh, that's true. Yeah, then it's not worth it. Which is four times, which, your, which rent. Is four times yeah. your rent. Yeah, the average Equinox <laughs> monthly monthly uh, subscription. Is maybe I'll go to maybe I'll go to uh, Planet Fitness or Twenty Four Hour Fitness, dude, dude. Those fucking showers are disgusting, bro. And those like ten dollar a month gyms, bro. They're gross. I'm sorry. Well, I don't, they don't have well, soap. They don't have towels. My apartment doesn't have a shower. It's $30 a month. 
you think I'm picky about a gym shower if I'm staying at a thirty dollar a month yeah, that's apartment? True. That's true. There's I got bigger fish to fry because <laughs> there there's fish in my apartment you, you and have, I'm frying you have, them. You have bigger fr- fish to fry, but you don't have a uh, you don't have a kitchen either, so you can't fry them. Uh, that's true. I gotta oh <laughs> man, go, I gotta go to the food trucks downstairs <laughs> and and cook my meals out of the food trucks. It's literally a bed. It's a bed. You walk <laughs> exactly. Into, I think she had like a sink, and that yeah, was yeah. it. Wow. So. Yeah. Um, well, that's crazy. Yeah, my, hey, now, I love a good in sync. Now we're, and I'm not only asking this because I'm going to be on the apartment hunt soon in the fall, but also just just for people listening, like, where do you expect the market to go in the next three, four, five, six months? That's a great question. Um, so obviously, uh, interest rates are playing a big role in that. I'm um, not really into them. Lo- do you think a lot of people are interested in in rates? There's some interest there. Um, Thank you. I was for trying to roll with your joke. Thank you. I, I liked <laughs> it, Marcus. I really do keep love it in, you, Max. Bro. Keep it in. I, I do love you, Marcus. Thank you. Um, hey, you can't hit a home run every night. Sometimes you got to hit a, a grounder to second base. <laughs> you thought that was a grounder to second base. I thought it was a grounder to second that was base. A fucking. Well, I guess I don't. I yeah. I'm, see I'm, 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 what you just was did a, was that was, <laughs> that was a nicked foul ball. That's what that was. Uh, all right. Well, at least I made contact <laughs> yeah, with the ball. I'm on still the on the bat. I'm still batting. <laughs> I just struck out because I couldn't even come up with the thing. You're like, you're like, uh, you're that, you're that joke was, dude. That joke was like, um, but dude, but no, uh, that, <laughs> you know, like a a, a a bad, a worse or throw. <laughs> oh man! All right, all right. So okay, interest rates. So interest rates are. At ten-year highs right now, okay, and uh, so that's kind of creating this unusual market that we have. Um, you know, people are considering leasing or they're considering purchasing, but a lot of a lot of the buyers are either realizing that they um, can't <laughs> afford what they want. Um, so we we have that dynamic as well. Not so much in New York City because um, you know about forty to fifty percent of the transactions uh, are cash deals, so it's a lot more. You know, leans a lot more towards the cash, so financing isn't as big of a deal. Yep. Um, so, uh, and, the, and I wish I could tell you, because I, I think what actually happened during COVID, everybody got a sweet COVID deal, um, and it messed up all the cycles in, in New York City. So, you know, we, we were looking to move in the beginning of this year, January, and we thought, hey, it's going to be great. December, January, the months with the least amount of people looking, mm-hmm. not going to be an issue. It was it was in January like it is now where you'd go where you go to an apartment and there would be twenty groups outside waiting to get in. You know, and wow. pe- people negotiating yeah. with the agent in the hallway and it's yeah. like, <laughs> now so you think you think COVID is really the reason it's it's landlords overcompensating for what they lost during COVID? Uh, it's it's a su- supply and demand issue as well. Um, yeah. so basically what happens is you and I go out, we look at an apartment and there's you think tw- we're there yet? What's that? Well, think? I, was, I was hoping we could get okay, there. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's why I brought the goodies. <laughs> um, but uh, so you, you and I go out, we look at an apartment in a price range. There's 20 other people. We lose that apartment. We do that for two weeks, and we realize we got to get more aggressive, right? So this happens. It's like either we got to get more aggressive or we got to look at a different neighborhood or we got to move out of New York City. So this happens until you decide, okay. I'll pay whatever you want. Pay 500 hours yep. more. Yeah. And what they're asking, you know, so basically that's what's happening. And it's just perpetuating until we can catch up with the inventory. Personally, here's what makes me as good as I am with business. I'm that bad because I don't 
I get too frustrated during the process, honestly. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to use any mental energy on negotiation, like for apartments and stuff. Like, I'm negotiating all day for my own business. Mm -hmm. So, like, for me, it's like, all right, I don't want to fucking deal with this. So, I'd actually be more likely to just give you the $500. I know that's a terrible tactic financially, but to me, it's like brain power and frustration that's, you know, potentially um, minimized. Sure. During the process, right? Yeah. Because that sounds like the, the two weeks you just described to me seem like two weeks in hell. So, um, yeah, that's why I'm a terrible negotiator in certain so, aspects. So, Micah, before you sat down with us, you had a you got a call on your phone, a girl looking to rent a building. Yes. Would it be possible for you to call her back? We can put on speaker and just hear what she's looking for and just see how this conversation goes. And and if your hesitancy is that you don't want her, she should remain anonymous. We could even well, well, we could even distort her voice. I could, I guess. I just, I, I mean, I would be I'm curious. Tell you what's gonna happen. Yeah, tell it. Tell <laughs> well, us what's gonna happen. Gonna happen yeah. and then, let's then, see then, then, then we'll tell you what we think's gonna happen. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, I get a lot of these because I, I, I had helped, I had helped a, a good, good client of mine. His son was coming into the city. They're both there. There was like three of them, uh, his son and two friends. And they, he's like, please help us. So last summer I did. It was a six thousand dollar lease. You know, we like fought hard. That's basically the only the only value I bring in this type of situation is just like being there first and you know pushing my way in the door. Basically, that's that's so, that is that's tremendous value. Um, yeah. Anyways, they have been a steady stream of leases since then. Like I get calls like I, once a week probably of different friends moving in the city. You know. All that. So. Well, you know they're coming in very frequently when you could be like, I'm doing a podcast. I'll call you back. Like, that's where you are in your career now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well. Exactly. I'll tell you. I mean, it's, you know, basically what happens is what's going to happen is she's going to say, I want to be in the West Village, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, my budget is 2300 and I would like to have a dishwasher, uh -huh. you know, it, it, because, I mean, it, it's a process when you move into New York City. Yeah. It's, it's basically a game of compromise. You get to a game of compromise where it's like, you know, you end up understanding, like, holy shit. Like, I thought that I was going to, um, you know, get something small, but I didn't realize how bad it how actually was going to be. Right. I didn't realize again to go four flights of stairs. Sure. You know, I didn't realize that my bed would not fit in the bedroom or right. You know. Yeah, totally. Uh, so anyways, it's probably gonna go like that. <laughs> do, do, all right. I think this is what I think is going to happen. She's going to call you. I think she's going to, I think she has, I think she, I think she's going to say her rent 3,200. I think that's what she's going to say. 3,200 one bedroom Chelsea. Okay. That's what that, that's where I think okay. she wants to live. I think she's going to say that she just, Join Planet Fitness for the shower. And okay. Really oh, she's looking for a thirty dollar a month apartment. Just <laughs> looking for a close gym. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get her on the phone. I, I guarantee it's going to be two or three people involved. There's going to be okay. a couple roommates. Good, good. Well, let's see. They're probably going to be flexible. Let's on get her on the horn. And, and, and uh, we're, 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 Eric, we'll have to be quiet. On, we're going to close on, on this on, because on. we're going to close on this because I think we're hitting our. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll close on this, but this is going to be interesting. I'm excited I to hear. It. I'm excited to see what's going to happen here. And we get to see Micah Burns, real oh estate God. extraordinaire, in action, in real time. And we will edit it to make it sound perfect. Don't you worry. Hold on. What are you, what are you doing? Can we have a moment? Just turn so turn can, on your VPN. I'm, I'm, well, I'm trying to make notes so I can actually follow up yes, with her after. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> 
All right, here we go. Hello? Hey, it's Micah Burns. Hi. How are you? Good, uh, how are you doing? Good. Yeah, she did. Okay. Um, and just tell me a little bit about what you're looking for. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm looking for two, a two-bedroom um, mm-hmm. in the Upper West Side. Okay. Um, kind of walking distance from Columbia. Okay. My roommate and I, we're both going to be grad students there next year. Uh-huh. Um, so something like between 90th and 110th or okay. 120th would be preferable. Um, and something like is in a, a safe building, preferably with a doorman. Okay. All right. Well, I can't. I cannot guarantee safe. <laughs> it's actually against uh, fair housing laws for me to say this is a safe building. But uh, I can. I can give you some references to. You know, if you want to look at the police department or something like that, um, they okay, they can. More, more just doorman. Sure. Or okay. Like someone that's there. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, two bedroom, two bath, and it's going to be two of you. And what is your price range? Um, it's kind of anywhere between four thousand and five thousand. Okay. All right. And what is your what is your move date that you're looking for? We're looking for August first, but mm-hmm. um, both of us would be willing to move in earlier if we found something that was like everything else was perfect about it. Okay. All right. Uh, perfect. Well, if you want to shoot me your email address and your roommate's email address, I'll get a search started for you today, and then we can kind of figure out a time to get out next week. Perfect. Can I just text it to you? Yeah, to that's perfect. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Nice talking with you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Hey, we got a realistic one. Whoa! So that was better than you... I didn't think that was realistic. I thought four to five grand in a two-bedroom doorman building on the Upper West Side felt unrealistic. No, it's... Is that crazy? It's doable. Because they wanted to live 90th to 120th. That's not bad. That's That's Harlem almost. That's a thing. Like, if you're trying to be... 75th, forget it, right? Oh, yeah, 75th, 71st, no way. But, I mean, I... You're paying close to 35 to 4 for a one-bedroom in that area. But you could find a four to five for a two bedroom in that area. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. And you would have told them right away if it sounded outrageous to you, like that's impossible. No, not exactly. What would you have said? Because I let's say it was six to to seven. Oh, this guy's just. Typically, I would say let's just go out and look and see what the market's like. Even if it sounds unreasonable. Well, if it's like completely unreasonable, then yes, I would I would say something. But a lot of times, regardless, like she may have this expectation that I don't know about. You know, so. It always, and that's why, like, especially with roommates and stuff, it's like, are both of you going to be here? Because, you know, you get one that wants to go, and then the other one's, like, saying, oh, I hate this, you know, but they haven't seen all the other seven properties that were much worse. Yeah. So um, it takes a little bit of, like, um, getting acclimated to what's going on in the city. Understand when you see the people and you see the the madness that's going on, then you start to understand. So my my objective. I love that girl's voice, by the way. I kind of want to ask her out. Oh, well, she's not my cousin, so you probably wouldn't want to date her. Damn, this is getting dark. That was good. <laughs> that was, that's, I enjoyed that one. It's, that it's, was, it's all good. It's that all was fun. Good. <laughs> um, so anyways, you know, that, that's, that's just part of the process. But the, the point is to get somebody out, show them some properties, and start to understand what they like and don't like. So, you know, I'm not going to say, oh, that's crazy, you know, unless it's really, really out there. Yeah. Yep. Micah Burns. Micah, thank you for being thank our you. return, our first return guest. That's right. Heck yeah. Number three. Hell oh, yeah. Let's do it, baby. Um, the robe next time. Oh, oh, yeah. Robe. oh yeah. like oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> A robe and a cigar. <laughs> well, hey, man. If you keep bringing us treats before we start, that's no problem. I think we'll be able to come up with that. Right. We'll, we'll provide the robe. Absolutely.
Um, thanks for, uh, where can people find you if they want to move to the city and find a great apartment? Sure. I'm with, uh, Compass Real Estate. So if you look up, if you Google Micah Burns mm-hmm. and Compass, you can find me there or you can find me on Instagram at keys to the city. M I K A B U R N S. I've known this guy for how many years? <laughs> 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 well, that's not right. M I K A B U R N S. No, yeah, exactly. no, it's not. It's M I C A M I C A H B Y R N E S. That's it. Yep. Well, thank you so much for coming on, man. Thank you guys. Great having you as usual. I think we learned a lot. I don't think we need to recap the whole conversation. We were just, we just learning. Learned we were just learning the whole time. We learned for over twenty minutes. It's amazing. I'm done. I'm done learning for the day. <laughs> I'm Marcus Monroe. I'm Eric Newman. That's Micah. Deuce. Later, guys. Later. The New York Comedy Club podcast is back with brand new episodes, interviews, and jokes. Take a look behind the curtain as we discuss all aspects of the comedy world. The origin of a joke, the writing process, the business side of things, and, well, things that are just funny. Get to know your favorite comedians, discover new comics, and get a first-hand look inside the Make Them Laugh business with the New York Comedy Club podcast. Brought to you by Paperhouse Network.